This is our devotional commentary for Romans chapter 11. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they've killed your prophets, they've demolished your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking. The elect obtained it. But the rest were hardened, as it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see and ears that would not hear, down to this very day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see and bend their backs forever. So I ask, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through their trespass, salvation has come to the Gentiles so as to make Israel jealous. Now, if their trespass means riches for the world, and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Now, I'm speaking to you Gentiles. Inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous, and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? If the dough offered as first fruits is holy, so is the whole lump, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, although a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among the others, and now share in the nourishing root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant toward the branches. If you are, remember it is not you who support the root, but the root that supports you. Then you will say, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. That is true. They were broken off because of their unbelief. But you stand fast through faith. So do not become proud, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. Note then the kindness and the severity of God. Severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in his kindness, otherwise you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree, and grafted, contrary to nature, into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree? Lest you be wise in your own sight, I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery, brothers. 
A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the Deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As regards the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they too have now been disobedient in order that, by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience, that he may have mercy on all. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are his judgments, and how inscrutable his ways! For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him, and through him, and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. While reading Romans 11 this morning, two grandsons arrived for the day. Ezra screamed with delight as he ran for the couch, eagerly climbing into my lap. Noah stood by, watching his brother receive grandpa's affection. You know what happened next, don't you? Soon the brothers were sharing the same space on Grandpa's lap, giggling together, both assured of my love. The Apostle Paul sees something similar happening in the case of Israel and the church, as each relates to God. With more and more Gentiles sitting on God's lap, enjoying the gift of His salvation, eventually the Jewish nation will take notice, jealous they will come back to the Father, finally trusting in His promised Messiah. The question addressed in this chapter is whether or not God has rejected His covenant people since they have rejected Christ. By no means, Paul answers. To begin with, Paul himself is a Jew, and God's grace has extended to him. From Elijah's day to the present, unbelief has been common, but there has always been a remnant chosen by grace. Though the nation as a whole had stumbled badly, fulfilling biblical prophecy, their fall was not final. In God's great story of redemption, the hardening of their hearts would result in the spread of the gospel to Gentiles, which in turn will result in a large number of Jews putting their trust in Christ. So if unbelieving Israelites are like branches that have been broken off a tree, we Gentiles are like branches that have been grafted on. This should produce in us wonder, humility, perseverance, and godly fear. As for Israel, their hardening is partial. Though temporarily blind, in the end, all Israel will be saved. Verse 26. God will lift the veil from their eyes, and large numbers will trust in Jesus, all this will happen not because God owes them a second chance, but because He is faithful to His Word, and He is merciful to all. 
Israel was God's family, but his love has no bounds. He adopts all kinds of people to be his sons and daughters. He welcomes all. Hard hearts can change. There's room on God's lap even for you and me. This profound theology becomes passionate doxology in verses 33 through 36. After three chapters of mind-boggling truth about God, how else can we respond but to offer heartfelt worship? His wisdom is unfathomable. His ways untraceable. His supremacy is unmatched. And his praise will be unending. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.